Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is a show where we choose a genre. Genre? Genre. Genre. It's it's the other way to do it. No, it's not. Genre every month. And then we review the best, the worst, and sometimes in the middle, movies. So we are finishing up Sports Month. And I am here with Katie. Hi. And D-Pal. Ahoy, ahoy. Oh, hoy, hoy. <laughs> and we are reviewing a blast from the past, uh, a, a movie that we do still quote, me and my, my buddies. Like I said, it's a weird thing when certain movies just stay with us and we just say things like Mighty Ducks too. We still say lines from that all the time. There's gifts. Yeah, there's gifts in our thread that we still use. Actually, it's from the first Mighty Ducks that we use, but we have more gifts from part two we'd use those too but we are going to review basketball did you say basketball artist no, no no basketball so this is a sports comedy film uh co-written and directed by david zucker um that name probably doesn't sound anything special to just folks but this guy wrote and directed airplane so he is very popular in the comedy world and actually he helped create the naked gun franchise uh so the first name the first two pretty damn good you get to see oj simpson uh this was what pre pre-murdery oj be really oh it was after this was like 1998 2000 OJ naked like gun in, oh naked gun was before yeah, yeah sorry naked i thought you were talking about basketball was like no. bruh <laughs> this is way after no no, no but but in, in naked gun he's accident prone cop and he's like almost gets murdered every movie it's funny stuff uh it's leslie nielsen so david zucker is all about comedy uh, parody comedy just physical that's his bread and butter so he actually came up with the idea of basketball from the sport that he created when he was a kid so david zucker and his friends made basketball and if you don't know what baseball is i keep saying the word like you know like zeitgeist it's the word you keep saying it so it is a basketball game. It's kind of like you, when you're just shooting horse. Yeah, it's like horse. It's a super duper fancy horse that's baseball related. So um, there's four different spots you can shoot. And that pertains to how many hits, just like in a baseball game. So if you shoot up close, like the free throw line, that's one hit. And you you got to run it on first base. But if you go fucking half court and shoot and you make it, that's a home run. And so it, it's the baseball rules of a game but just incorporates basketball into it. And for some ungodly reason in this world, if you razz somebody enough, you psych them out, they just fall over and miss the <laughs> shot. Uh, I don't care what you say it in front of me. I'm just, I'm just going to shoot the shot. Uh, just like at one spot when he says, nice, nice psych out Dingleberry and just, just shoots. He's like, I don't care what you're saying in my face. But apparently in this world, you can, rat, you can just mentally just destroy somebody and they'll just fall over. <laughs> so um but yeah he, david zucker the director he actually created that sport as a kid and so he thought it'd be really cool if he made a movie out of it and in the movie just scattered around are some of the original players of the game so his friends he put his friends in the movie and i believe some of his friends were the ones at the first super bowl of basketball when it was uh still in the, the driveway at the beginning of the movie that was some of his friends there uh it's really cool. I 
it's a shame that I didn't think up something like this because I love shooting basketballs. I don't like dribbling and I don't like doing the running and stuff. But man, just like they say, man, if I could just sit still and just shoot the ball, shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) Should be awesome. Um, So this movie, the original lead actor was going to be Chris Farley, but he turned it down. And so David Zucker went to Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park. And they said, yeah, yeah, sure. We're going to change Coop's character a little bit just to make more sense with how we are and then add Reamer. And then they said, well, our buddy that does all the movies with us, we need a spot for him. So you need to make a new character. And the character of Squeak was created. So that, that's actually their really good friend is that actor. So um, they said yes to doing this movie because they assumed South Park was going to get canceled. Um, every yeah, every season, they just did more and more ridiculous things. And I saw an interview recently, I believe in COVID times, and Trey and Matt said that I'm actually surprised that South Park is still going because we just keep doing ridiculous things. But it's now to the point where everybody's like, oh, that's South Park. You know, they're going to do something like that. That's what they do. But at the beginning, they were just doing it, and everybody was like, okay. So everybody, the world just accepted South Park to be that dude that just does ridiculous things. Uh, And it's crazy. So they said yes to this movie, thinking that they weren't going to have a show to work on. Unfortunately for them, South Park got big. So in the daytime, they worked on basketball, and at night, they worked on South Park. And there is a documentary movie that Steve showed me. It's, uh, what was it, five days till showtime or six days to showtime? Yeah. Um, Trey and Matt used to do almost everything for that show. And they would watch the news and like, oh, okay, let's do an episode about, uh, oh, they, they found Osama bin Laden. Let's do something like that. And then they would work on the episode during that week. Get the episode to Comedy Central and then they would just play it and then that night they would sleep and then get up the next day like Sunday and then just do it again and that's how they worked on it but now the animation's a lot different it's very digital now so but they, they still do it every week yeah it's still still, a... but it's all a lot easier now <laughs> just like with uh, Family Guy a lot of cartoons now if you look at it and how they start it uh, it's not all hand drawn anymore Family Guy has gotten way smoother if you look at it uh, just like with the the Simpsons, they look way smoother now. So mm-hmm. uh, folks don't want to hand draw a fucking cartoon <laughs> all day. So uh, you just dig- digitize it. So uh, this movie is chock full of funny people. Uh, Trey Park and Matt Stone. Yasmin Belief. Hey, she was in Baywatch. Thank you. Uh, Jenny McCarthy. Uh, this is young, like, like slutty Jenny McCarthy times. MTV. Is there ever a not slutty Jenny well, McCarthy time? Probably not as slutty now. I mean, you watched the sing off, not the sing off. Mass Singer. Mass Singer for a while. Eh, she ain't that bad on there. Every outfit she wears is like, <laughs> look at my tits. It's like, maybe not. You're like 50s. Put them away. But, but they're 25. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The boobs are young. <laughs> You're right. How dare I? I'm like slut shaming Jimmy, Jimmy McCarthy. <laughs> Get your young boobs out of here. Get out of here. Don't worry. I hate her too. Just chase her. She's just obnoxious. I don't actually have a problem with her. She's psycho. I don't like her words. Really obnoxious. She says a lot of wild stuff. She does say a lot of wild shit. Oh, hot take, McCarthy. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, uh, but this movie's full of super duper funny people. And I learned that basketball is credited with the internet slang term derp. So uh, in South Park, uh, there's a character called Mr. Derp that takes the job of Mr. Garrison for a season. And he just falls over and he's like, oh, derp, 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 and he falls over. So this movie says it a couple times. I heard it. And in, I believe it's not season eight of South Park, might be a little bit earlier. They crack it out all the time. And so, yeah, this movie started the phrase derp, which is ridiculous to me because I, I, you know, used to hear it all the time. Usually now when you hear the word derp, it's about like cats' faces. It's always those flat face cats and just like the little tongue is out. And they're like, oh, look at that derp face. Yeah. Thank the guys that made South Park. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, dudes. So, uh, yeah, we'll get through the story. But like I said, it's two guys that create a sport and they're trying to keep control and have fun with it. And like always with any sport movie, there's an evil tycoon that just wants to take all the fun out of it, take the soul out of the game and let the game be like all the other sports games. So uh, it razzes a lot of the things that I don't like about sports in real life. So I thought that was really funny. It made me laugh. And it's still an issue to this day. So uh, good job, guys. I will say mm-hmm. Trey and Matt, they're really good at pointing out both sides of an issue. And they just bring it out. But then they'll have just dicks and explosions and boobs everywhere. <laughs> throw up. Yeah, that's what they do. They, they'll tell you something very poignant. But then there will be throw up or a dick somewhere potty humor the fuck out of it yeah 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 they make it so absurd looking but then you really think about it you're like oh shit they really had a point damn that's really awesome so uh yeah so this movie starts with joe coop cooper what a terrible name and doug reamer so um they're slackers best friends and they go to a high school reunion well they kind of crash it because no one wants them there it's not really a high school reunion either it's like no, what's her name? Uh, no, it was like a girl. the The girls whose party it was, she was like celebrating, celebrating um, something, getting a big job, or like it was after call. It was like a post college party, yeah. But it was like, congrats on her first giant job or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. And so everybody is either working to be in the Olympics, or everyone is an adult. Yeah, and they're still getting drunk and playing Nintendo. <laughs> Uh, they head outside and they're just shooting a basketball and they're like, damn, man, I wish we could do, wish we could be famous or just rich. And he's like, man, we're pretty good at shooting a basketball. <laughs> it's like, man, if we could just make money just shooting a ball like this. Yeah. And uh, two classmates, they come out and challenge them to a game because they see they're making shots. And these guys are dunking and doing alley-oops and shit. And they're like, well, we're not playing that bullshit horse. We're going to, we're going to play a game we learned in the hood. <laughs> and then they instantly come up with the rules of basketball and they beat the douchebags but then the douchebags go back to their girlfriends and they're like man see that's what I, that's what i want we get the money we get the khakis then we get the women then we get the women <laughs> he's like yeah um some months go by and they keep working on the game and they pick up a friend uh squeak he was actually there to shut off their power <laughs> shut their gas off Shut their gas uh, on. And then they just bet him that if he can make a shot, then he won't do it. And obviously they screw him over in the shot and he gets mauled by a dog. <laughs> uh, so little by little, they are working and refining the rules of the game. 
And Coop makes the first basketball out of their lazy boy chair. And so it's got lazy boy on the side, which I would absolutely have a ball like that. That's the coolest goddamn thing. So um, like I said, after those six months, the, the game is really big in their neighborhood. And Ted Dinslow, he's a businessman. He comes up to Coop and he proposes that, hey, how about we make a national basketball league, <laughs> the NBL, and with tons of rules to prevent teams from switching cities or players can't be traded. And uh, everybody pays the same. Yeah. Everyone's paid the same and people can't make money on a side with scholarship or sponsorship deals, anything like that. You know, all the things that happen in sports now. <laughs> and it's completely open to anyone who wants to play it's the ultimate anybody can do this game because i don't have to run all i have to do is just learn to shoot a a basketball shit if that's it shoot a basketball and talk shit yeah right uh shit Uh, man we'd be pros the the dallas basketball league oh man we'd have to fight there'd be so many folks wanting to get into (laughs) that uh but i sure would fucking try (laughs) um so Yes, he accepts. Five years later, the NBL is going good. There's leagues everywhere. They have their own stadiums and in a major championship, the Denslow Cup. Uh, Denslow is owner of the Mo- Milwaukee Beers, and that's where they're from. So Coop and Reamer are on the team. And, hey, Squeak, oh, Squeak, little bitch Scolari. He's there, too. <laughs> um, during the game, it looks like they, they got this in the bag. And it's all up to Coop to make a shot and he's the creator of the game he's got this unfortunately Denslow chokes on a hot dog and dies right in front of Coop and Coop misses his shot and it looks like a psych out because you know the guy was in front of him he just falls over but the beers they lose the game and Denslow he well Coop tries to save him but uh every time he does chest compressions the hot dog flies out and then goes back into his mouth uh Somebody the, get this man out. <laughs> yeah, the Beers fans are very upset, which would happen to any fucking player of any game. That's uh, not true. Oh, because they gave him weapons. Somebody in the crowd would throw stuff. So Coop gets pelted with eggs because it's free range chicken night. Not if someone was visibly dying on the field. Oh, regular of- sports yeah. have better sportsmanship than basketball. Oh, I don't think if. Every time somebody gets hurt in football or baseball, the whole crowd goes fucking silent until somebody gets uh, hands up and walks away. Michael Irvin, Philadelphia, they cheered. When That's Michael Irvin got carted off the field. I get what you're saying. They should be quiet and nice, but there's some poop-ass people in this world, and somebody would boo Evil and fans. throw eggs. <laughs> or put batteries into a snowball and throw it at Santa Claus. Yep. Yeah, that's real. So... Uh, Denslow's will actually says that Coop's going to be the owner of the beers for one year on the condition they have to win the next Denslow Cup. That's a really odd, specific thing to put in your will, but they have to win. And if they lose, ownership goes to Yvette's, uh, Yvette, Denslow's widow. Yvette, yeah. Yvette, Yvette. Yvette. I know. I know. You don't pronounce the Y. All the Ys and shit in the the world right now are jacking me up. And so the evil um, owner of the Dallas felons, hey, look at that, another Dallas, evil Dallas team. But uh, the Baxter owner- Baxter is his name. Yeah, Baxter Kane, evil guy, he gets into cahoots with y- Yvette. Gee, I want to say Yvette so bad. Yvette, 
And then he says that, hey, let's work together. I'll work on those guys. And then we'll be able to change basketball and we can make tons of money. Because I assume that basketball is profitable, but people aren't getting, you know, like they're soccer players right now that get like hundreds of millions of dollars, just one player. So I don't think people are getting million dollar deals, but they have enough to pay rent. And actually they have enough to just be a fucking sports player. So um, yeah, they want to put in sponsorships and all this stuff and douchebag the game up. So, um, so Coop and Reamer, they meet up with Jenna. Uh, she is the uh, head of the dream come true foundation. So it's like, kind of like make a wish. Uh, and there's a lot of sick kids there and um, he, they meet J- Joey and he's a big fan of basketball. So uh coop reamer and squeak uh they spend time with joey and jenna and then coop is instantly wanting to fall in love with jenna and reamer's there too and he wants to also but uh he keeps popping up with nice things he's like hey i made you a pretzel (laughs) i think i think reamer just wants to smash oh yeah oh yeah katie if we were outside of a stadium and you were like in charge of a like make a wish group and you just met me and i was like hi i made you a pretzel would you think i made that pretzel no (laughs) Because I'm not an idiot, which is what all the women in this movie were written to be. I I sat there, I was like, she can't believe he made that pretzel. She she just can't. None of the women are written in this movie to be normal or have any type of intelligence. I mean, a lot of the dudes are dumb too. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot yes. of dudes are fucking dumb too. Everybody no, Denzel wasn't that stupid. A lot of people are dumb in this movie. No, Denzel was Weak pretty has dumb a brain. Yeah. Denzel has a brain. The bad guy. The bad guy has a brain. That's it. <laughs> That's still three more than any of the women, and there's only two women in this whole movie. Literally, you're telling me that this character that Jenny McCarthy is playing this slutty character that Jenny McCarthy is playing does not understand all of the slutty innuendos that the smart guy is telling her. Yeah, right. (laughs) I've never met any woman who didn't completely understand garbage innuendos from men. They're just, I don't know. It doesn't make, didn't make any sense. (laughs) So uh, Baxter Kane, he comes up to Coop and he asks him like, Hey, Denzel didn't want to change anything about basketball. And, you know, that's why people aren't popping up with tons of money. But you're smart. You're a new owner. What do you think about this? And he's like, nope, I'm not changing anything. Denzel wanted it like this. I want it like this. We're not adding any crazy stuff to basketball. And so Kane's like, okay, well, I'll just make you lose. I'll find evil, diabolical ways and mess it up. Uh, the Bears, they keep winning in all their games. And so we have a cool little montage of, of of games so uh what the san francisco fairies the san antonio defenders i forgot what their team name was uh the miami felons yes oh man there's so many teams i think new jersey was the important no the roswell aliens yeah yeah the roswell yeah yeah um so new jersey new jersey was the informants or something like that (laughs) yes Put him in the river. <laughs> in the river baby. So um, the way teams work in this world, 
uh, it is super duper hundred percent based on a stereotype. Um, so the San Antonio uh, defenders, they're just racist white guys. Uh, <laughs> and Reamer tries to make do a psych out with buck teeth, and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna go home and slap my wife, silly," <laughs> and doesn't work. But um, yeah, that's how this world works. It's like that's that's your team. He's like, "You're from Miami, yeah, we're gonna." We're gonna stereotype it up. So um, we're DEA. They're in the dugout. <laughs> when he was chewing on the foil. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so while this is happening, Kane realizes that he needs to find another way, and so he talks to Reamer, and he tries to get Reamer um, to work on Coop and just find a way to break him down so they can make deals. And so Reamer and the team, they actually get a little fussy at Coop because Coop's the owner and he's financially fine because he owns a team. But all the other guys, they're still just normal players. And he's like, oh, shit, man, that's kind of douchey of me. We're all co-owners now. I'm like, sorry about that, guys, because, you know, part of the first team. And so at this point, Reamer, um, he gets told that Coop got an offer to make more money and he turned it down and Reamer's like, why would you do that, dude? Like, we're, we're, we're broke. <laughs> like, you know, you're doing great, but we want money too. And so Reamer, uh, he works on Coop, like I said, and actually makes a deal with Kane after he cuts the funding to Jenna's foundation. So uh, that's the best way to make people do bad choices just take all the money away from them and take the money from their friends so coops against making a clothing line a baseball clothing line which would instantly make millions of dollars um but reamer agrees and while this is happening and all the money's rolling in reamer kind of gets douchey um he he colors his hair he looks like dennis rodman yeah he's a big old douche (laughs) and uh he's still playing and they're still winning games um but he, it seems like he doesn't really give that much of a fuck about the game that much anymore. It's really weird. Some games, he's just like tossing the ball at the wall. He's like, I don't care. But when they finally agree and he's making money, he's making all the shots and doing stuff like that. So Baxter Kane comes into the um, uh, shower room. What, what's that called? The locker, locker room. room. Jesus Christ, I'm bad with words. <laughs> uh, comes to the locker room and he tells the boys that, hey, your clothing line is being produced through child labor in Calcutta. What a terrible thing to do. Y'all are so bad. What a coinkadink. And if this news gets out, the team, Jenna's Foundation, everybody's going to get ruined. Man, you guys are terrible. You know how you can fix this? Throw the game. Throw the Denslow Cup. And they're dummies. And so they're like, wait, you don't want us to be there? Because he says, like, don't show up to the game. He's like, but yeah, when you're there... (laughs) Throw the game. He's like, wait, you want us to be there now? Play ball. <laughs> yeah, pl- yeah. I want you to play ball with me. Wait, so you want us to play now? And he's you like holding his hand. He's like, oh. <laughs> so uh, Jenna, she learns about the scandal and she breaks up with Coop. So they were going out and Coop is very pissed off. I'd be pissed off too. And him and Reamer actually have uh, a dude argument and then they split their ways. And so Coop, he actually goes on a drive he goes to Calcutta to check out how the labor works. Uh, I don't know how fast you can get to Calcutta, but he has money. So, and it's funny, he gets in there 
and these kids are working on shoes. He's like, oh, 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 come on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> He's like, you need a hard hat. He's got a hard hat on. Just, oh, 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 come on. Turban hard hat at that. <laughs> um, the hard hat was a turban. Yeah, <laughs> it was a hard turban. <laughs> You're laughing. That's so I know, fucking horrible. But... <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> Okay, well, you brought it up. See, what makes it horrible is because it's in India. It's in fucking Calcutta, India. Yeah, yeah. that's our hard heads. So, um, Coop makes it back for the championship game right as it begins. And Reamer's like, oh, Coop's out here? Don't worry, guys. I'll lead you to victory. And Coop comes in. And they have this, like, like drama, like, soap opera look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, Reamer turns and, like, bites his, like, knuckle. He's like, fuck. <laughs> It's awesome. So, um, Coop and Reamer are still arguing with, with each other, and the Beers are losing. So, um, during the seventh seventh inning stretch, the Beers are down sixteen to zero, which is absurd score. But this game is easy if you just if you got a hot streak, you can catch up real quick. But um, they are doing the uh, what was it? The balance board of of friendship. The, yeah, the Mulaka Laka balance board of friendship or some shit <laughs> and Coop and Reamer uh, along with their pineapple squeak on one side and some of the Dallas felons are on the other side um, they're fighting on the balance board and they actually almost flipped the bad boy and so squeak gives probably the most common sense in this whole movie and happens in a lot of South Park episodes there's a spot where the music gets really nice and either uh, Stan or Kyle like okay guys Blah 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 blah, and it's like, oh shit, yeah, that's what we should have been doing. Uh, Squeak tells them like the heart of the game, it's it's friendship, and we need to stop being so petty about stuff, and we need to work together. And he's like crying, and he's like, dudes, don't throw away your friendship. And they're like, money and shit, yeah, don't throw away your friendship for money and yeah. And he's like, oh, you're right, and so they get impassioned by the speech and then Squeak gets launched off the uh, balance board. So he flies away and crashes into fireworks, which should have killed him. Uh, (laughs) And then they fall into the water. Um, It's not real water. They just fall. But um, Coop and Reamer, they, they make up and they realize that they're best friends and how they seal the deal. They make out with each other. So uh, that's and make out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt and Trey, they actually, so they came up with that scene. I don't know why they want to kiss each other so bad, but <laughs> what, what do you know? Um, so they're like, you know, just like in any sports movie, just like in the water boy, when, when he got there at the half and he's like, let's go whoop some ass. And then they start doing work um, and they catch up easy because, you know, they're, they're really, really good. Uh, so it's down to Coop. And it's the same setup, just like the first uh, big game they played. And Coop's ready to take his shot. And he's bouncing his lazy boy basketball he's used for six years of his life, his whole career. And it pops. And Coop is just distraught because, you know, if you're making shots with something, that's you know, I, it would fuck me up mentally. So he's run into the dugout, touching all the basketballs. And he's like, no, that's not right. It doesn't feel right. And then, hey, Joey and Jenna, they come back because Jenna sees an episode of Unsolved Mysteries because Coop disappeared for a while. And they thought that <laughs> he's probably dead. Uh, Reamer before was like, I don't care if he's fucking hanging. 
from his closet. <laughs> then they had a fat guy do a dramatic smoking a cigarette. <laughs> dramatic, dramatic portrayal of him killing himself. Um, but no, she learns that he went to Calcutta and made that warehouse full of kids working on shoes into an adult workforce. And so she's like, wow, he he's really trying. So uh, with the help of Dale Earnhardt in a taxi cab, uh, Dale gets them to the game just in time. And Joey shows Coop the new Lazy Boy basketball that he's been working on. And so Coop takes the ball and he goes for the shot. And just like- Not a Lazy Boy anymore. It's a- uh, Barka Lounger. Barka Lounger. (laughs) So just like the first game, uh, close to the beginning of the movie, uh, Coop, uh, the ball bounces. Uh, Both of the felons close to the the rim miss their, their shots back into the ball. It bounces off. Reamer- resets and just tries to go for a shot hits the rim again coop runs back to the home run spot and just throws it behind him and it makes it hooray the beers win um fun fact when the guys it's slow-mo at this point fireworks going off everywhere when they run up to each other and they give the they give each other a salute that is a denver broncos celebration that they used to do called mile high salute Uh, Davis, man yeah, so yeah, Matt and Trey are big Dallas Broncos fans. So they oh, Denver. Denver. Sorry, I got Dallas on my mind. <laughs> uh, Denver Bronco fans. So they were like, "Yeah, man, if we win something, I'm gonna do that." And then, hey, Event tells Kane that they're breaking off their alliance. Hooray! And then Jenna and Coop they realize they love each other and they're back together. And Squeak has his girlfriend, gigantic woman might be a man there were some questions uh he's happy and getting bounced (laughs) in front of him and then uh yvette and reamer just look at each other and they just start making out all crazy so everyone's got somebody hooray uh then they grab uh coop and reamer grab the trophy with squeak on top and they skate around the stadium and like squeak falls off hooray so katie Who's your favorite character in basketball? Uh, Coop, I guess. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite. I I like the game. There you go. That's my favorite character. The game of basketball is dope. And I would love to play it sometime. Yeah, I'd be pretty, pretty I think be I'd be really bad. good at it. It'd be pretty rad. <laughs> I know I would be if I didn't have I'm, to dribble. I'm yeah. really good at shooting basketballs, but not good at like the running part of basketball. Yeah, absolutely. No full court. Uh, and people could talk all the shit they want to me and it would mean nothing. So I'd, I'd be really good at it. <laughs> I absolutely could just pull up and just shoot all day. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Right. I'd be going for triples all night. Looking, right. out there looking like fucking curry. <laughs> Draining them. Uh, Deep out. Who's your favorite character? My favorite character, uh, you never, you didn't mention them, are the broadcasters, Bob Costas and Al Michaels. Oh, sweet Bob Jesus. Costas fucking crushes it. Bob Costas has such great timing in this movie, and Al Michaels just gets weird at certain points, and it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. When he's looking at the dancers, he's like, hmm. Yeah, hmm. Yeah, it was only, those girls were only in grade school. Yeah, like, you got two legendary broadcasters. 
to just say just absurd shit like when uh michaels wakes up costas <laughs> no dad you're not there <laughs> yeah month nine of the baseball yeah, season the they're all fucked up <laughs> yeah they're all grizzly and fucking it's great i love those two they're awesome they're legends in in sports and they're legends for pulling this off otis uh so i just went with the the trio so reamer coop and squeak i love squeak so much <laughs> and squeak is so much better when he's around the other two uh there's a spot where coop and reamer are like we're done being best friends and he opens up this drawer and Squeak is sleeping in this tiny drawer. He's like, wake up, bitch. We're best friends now. And he's like, are we going to the zoo? And just drags him out of the room. It's, Wait, he's just great when he's around the other two. And the fact that they're all best friends makes it even better. Like in real life, they're really good friends. Uh, yeah, they're, they're awesome. So just yeah. that trio, they're amazing together. Yeah. Wait, so. wait, wait. Are we going to the zoo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so confused. That's the one <laughs> He's like, you gotta say totally fucked up shit to make him miss. Wait, why is me dating his sister totally fucked up? Because you're a piece of shit. I am not a piece of shit. <laughs> Just the way they talk to Squeak. It's it, uh, it's so good. So, Katie, who is your least favorite character? Ooh. <laughs> um, I don't oh, know. I don't like anybody in this movie. They all <laughs> suck. Like Reamer, aside from Coop, Reamer is a super dick. The girl who runs the Make-A-Wish Foundation thing Jenna. would not have that job. She's dumb as a bag of rocks. Uh, Jenny <laughs> McCarthy is also dumb as a bag of rocks. The bad guy is horrible. Like, squeak is okay i guess like <laughs> he's just all right there's so many bad characters in this movie i i don't have a least favorite it, there, it's like a five-way tie for a least favorite Jeez. yeah it's it was bad uh daniel <laughs> um hell i don't know i really don't i really don't know i mean I guess a vet, uh, Jenny McCarthy's character. Yeah, she was Just so like, dumb she didn't understand sexual innuendos. Yeah, she didn't understand funny. sexual innuendos. Um, <laughs> didn't really understand what was going on in general. Yeah, she was just there. <laughs> yeah, she really was just there. Like the movie could have been without her, and it would have been yeah. fine. It would it would have been fine if it was just Baxter Kane trying to get trying to get the team. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely would have worked without Jenny McCarthy being in there. Uh, maybe she, I don't know, maybe one of the boys had a crush on her. I don't know. Yeah, um, probably. I would try to get one of my crushes into a movie. I'm like, hey, yeah. Thurman, you want to be in my movie? Yeah, but yeah, her. Because she doesn't really do anything for the movie. Yeah. So it's the problem with comedies. Um, the older they get, sometimes jokes are the just less like, funny they are well no it's so funny but then some of the jokes are like Ugh. so um like i said before the the stereotypes of every team it but but this is it's like you know it's from the guys and they for sure helped with ideas with this it's the guys that do south park so they're all about being over the top with their jokes so you get it and they're like oh okay 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 so they're, they're from san antonio 
So they're all like that, you know, like it, I get where they were going. It's just, that's, it, it sucks sometimes when I think of a comedy when I was younger, I'm like, damn, that movie was funny. And then sometimes I see jokes, I'm like, oh, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I try my best to remember that it's old as fuck. I love Blazing Saddles. Uh, there are folks out there that, that are like, that's kind of rough. I'm like, yeah, but Mel Brooks, that was his thing. Uh, he tried to make fun of everybody, make it equal. So uh, plus having a black lead is just so many jokes. It just comes mm-hmm. from that. So uh, I guess my least favorite character is just comedy that doesn't age well. But that's just an ongoing <laughs> thing in life. There are tons of things that just don't age well anymore. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> okay. So let us do seven word synopsis. Katie. God damn it. Oh, okay. Do your own. You always do your own first. And then this one time you pick me. Okay, okay, I'll go. Okay, hold up. Um, got mad about it. I did get mad. You clearly see I'm doing something, and it's the one time you pick me to go first. Uh, uh oh, your mom is going out with Squeak. Uh, uh, yeah. So, in the movie, one of the biggest psych outs that they do is just say that someone's going out with squeak and apparently it just debilitates anybody <laughs> that hears it and so it's he's like so super effective yeah and squeak's like wait i'm not going out with his sister like yeah but that's the thing we you gotta know? say fucked up shit yeah <laughs> like, well, i'm not a piece of shit he's like but you are a little bitch <laughs> He's like, I swear, you guys rag on me, what, 10 or 11 more times? 13 or 14 more times, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. (laughs) Okay. uh, Okay, I got one. Katie. Sorry for getting mad at you. Uh, Basketball is awesome game, only mediocre movie. Daniel. Got one. Dude, you said no more journey psych outs. (laughs) when they're inventing when they're inventing when they're still inventing the game and it's just him when it's just reamer and coop uh i don't know what journey song it is yeah i don't either but he sings it and then they just keep saying steve perry steve Steve perry steve Steve perry Dude, no more journey psych out. So apparently, they have a whole back and forth about running out of ideas. <laughs> it's great. No journey psych out. <laughs> okay, so this film it came out July 31st, 1998. Sweet Jesus, it's old. Um, I saw this bad boy in a theater because insane. my friend's mom just got the tickets and we just went in that bitch. So I saw this not with older Terrell but another Terrell I knew apparently that name was just really popular but um he's a I want to say he's actually a professional football player I know he went to Miami and he was you know running people over there uh I like to think that he did make it I hope so Terrell but um I went with him I think Steve was there because we were like three best friends and we watched basketball and I laughed my ass off so I saw that (laughs) the month it came out and i was like oh this is bad <laughs> i sure didn't tell my mom um so what do you guys think the budget for basketball was katie uh seven million 
No, okay. Deep, no, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, fuck it. Seven million. Okay, deep, deep L. It's kind of high. I'll go ahead and say five mil. Five mil. See, I said it and you said it was high. I actually think I really lowballed it because. Do you really? I, oh, I said seven and then I started thinking about it and I was like, they sure did make like a whole fucking stadium for this sport that is made up. Yeah, but. So uh, Katie was on the right track. The huh. budget was $23 million. That's fucking outrageous. That's. Yeah. They overpaid. Yeah. They, that is outrageous. They put some money into this. They did put some money into it. So, uh, well, what, what do you guys what think? You what what huh? year was this? 98? 98. How old was South Park? I mean, when it like, I think it was newish in season one or two. So yeah. They, they could probably they, to the point where, I mean, because they said they thought that it wasn't going to last. So, <laughs> okay. So, they definitely couldn't have paid for it. A year. Yeah. South Park was a year old. Oh, though. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at that point, yeah, that's probably probably thought like, oh, this ain't gonna last. So yeah, oh, we got- damn, South Park is old as fuck. Yes, it is. I did not think yes, that it, it started that early. Yeah. God damn, they're on season twenty five. Yes, fuck. they are. Mm-hmm. Right, don't hit you. Fuck. Time's going by, Katie. Just got hit with it. <laughs> <laughs> she covered her face, y'all. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I knew, no, I knew I was young when this when South Park started, but I didn't know I was only ten. Like, yeah. That's crazy. And that's I, why it was perfect. I thought it, I was like, it was closer to middle school. Like I was in middle school already, but that's crazy. No. I was Katie, just off by like five years. <laughs> Katie instantly just felt her knees crack. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, that's been happening since I was like 12. So <laughs> she got those cracky knees. So I do have cracky knees. Uh, what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? I'm going to say 7 million, just like I said, was the budget because... I don't think this movie made any money. I think a lot of people saw that it was by the guys from South Park and they were like, oh, that's going to be a lot. So we're not going to go watch it. Yeah, and they couldn't take, no one wanted to take their kids to it because again, it was by it the, was people the guys from South, from South Park. Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Deep L. I'll say 15 million. 15. Not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. Um, I can't remember what the sound is when someone hits it just right. That's the new sound. The box office was $7 million. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I was partly kidding. I didn't expect it really to be that low. Yeah. Damn. Um, it, it's one of those films like, South Park. like it's... I, I love it. But uh, a lot of people said like, Part of it, satire-wise, was on the mark. Like, the thing yeah. about making fun of sports, how it works now, it was great. At the beginning, when they were, like, doing the river dance, when they got a touchdown, I was like, that's perfect. Like, it, that's still an issue now. It was now. hilarious. Um, eh, kind of an issue now. Yeah, but some of the... It was a huge issue in the 90s, though. Yeah. I remember Absolutely. some of the, like, touchdown celebrations would last, like, eight minutes, and everyone's like, can we fucking go on with this shit? Yeah, it wasn't Randy Moss. Great. I forgot who grabbed the pom-poms. Terrell Owens. Yeah, yeah. bro. He's with, the, he's with the Niners. He grabbed the pom-poms. Yeah, they used to, for real, plan shit. They're like, okay, I'm gonna grab these pom-poms, y'all. <laughs> when I hit this he's also the one who pulled out a cell phone. Yep. We called his mom. He's like, 
Yo, I made a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm watching you, baby. Okay. Idiot. I love you. <laughs> That'd be me. I just made a touchdown. Yeah, no shit. I'm, I'm in the stands. Okay. Love you. <laughs> but, I mean, all the directors, or not the directors, reviewers, they said it was funny, but just a lot of just, eh, it was all right. Um, they said the comedy was very childish. Yeah. Lowbrow. Yeah. I felt that way watching it now, and I feel bad about that because I really like, like, I typically like the stuff that they do. I love yeah. Book of Mormon. I love uh, Team America World Police. Um, but this one, like, I don't know. It was just a lot of, like, awkward, like, gay jokes and jokes at the expense of women and just, like, mm, eh. it made me uncomfortable. So I was like, I don't care. I need this. Maybe it was uh, what's his name? The other director had a little had a little more to do in it. Because if you if you think of the Naked Gun movies, they're kind of the same. They follow kind of the yeah. same thing. Yeah, and I've what I'm not really a fan of the Naked Gun movies, so that yeah, makes sense. Well, I I gotta remember when we talk about this movie, they didn't have a 100 hand in it. Uh, they for sure brought up things because you just can't if you if you have ideas in your head and you're a funny person. You're going to say things, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you hear a Cartman voice in there. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. He totally did the Cartman voice. Yeah. And Mr. Garrison's voice earlier. And the voice, uh, the crying voice that he did was the same one from Team America when, oh, yeah. <laughs> when he starts crying. Oh, my wait, gosh. when did he start crying? There's like a oh, there's a moment in I want to say it's in the locker room scene in this movie, but there's a in team america it's when the main puppet guy like gets all sad oh okay okay okay, okay, okay. headed yeah, to yeah, the yeah. bar <laughs> <laughs> hey fucked up no one trusts you anymore <laughs> he's like i know i'm just a piece of shit <laughs> and he like, no, makes the like same you. fucking sound <laughs> but yeah no everybody just was like eh? um you know our favorite reviewer roger ebert um he said he gave the film one and a half stars out of That's four shocking and he said that the film tries to buy laughs just with shitty shocks. And I was like, yeah, but I got to remember, th- this wasn't their movie. They were just starring in it. If this was a South Park movie, there would have been some singing. For sure, there would have oh, been songs. Sure. Absolutely, there would have been a musical number. And it, it would have been way better. Way better if they did it. So, you know, that's all you can do. So, uh, does anybody have anything else to say about basketball? I really want to play this game. Yeah, I'd love to play baseball. Like, yeah, I need, I'd, I need like I'd like to see this. 10 more people to go in and play this fucking game. Like, it looks hella fun. We need a driveway to big as fuck. Yeah, yeah you would need big. it. Or a tennis court. I think a tennis, yeah, court, a would tennis court would work. We could do it at Friendcation. I play baseball. Yeah. Yes, I play baseball. we're getting drunk and playing basketball. <laughs> that seem, it seems like a, like a game you can drink with, too. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Because you ain't moving that much. Just beer in your hand, just doing one hand. Sitting that second with a beer, right? Just chilling that second with a beer in your hand. Yeah, just draining them one handed. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking a blunt or something, man. Hell yeah. So that is the end of Sports Month. I think it was a pretty solid month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch some dramas, watch some comedies, watch some poopy movies. So I'm very happy about it. Uh, at this point, I don't know what we're doing next. We'll probably sit down after this episode and work it out. Uh, but it'll be a good 
it'll be a good month. I'm excited for fucking comic book month because a couple, get there. couple yeah. more comic books have come out and I'm going to sit and watch them. Uh, there's a couple that I've avoided for a very long time that now I, I want to do it. So, uh, yeah. So if you have any other cool fun facts about basketball and why it should actually be a real sport and people get money for it. Or if you have a basketball team, yeah. let us know because I am very interested. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'm sure there's some people who actually play the game. Oh, which, yeah. which... oh, I'm sure. This is I was telling Otis while we were watching it. I was like, this is an ESPN 8, the Ocho fucking yeah, sport. Definitely like, an Ocho sport. 100%. This is shown on ESPN 8 when they do like those beer pong championships. Yep. And uh, what's that game with the beanbags and you like throw it? Cornhole. Cornhole. Yeah. Cornhole championships. Like if that, this is the same level of like backyard sports, average Joe sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to oh, steal yeah. a term from fucking dodgeball. Like that's what this is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So, but you can tweet us at Allentown pod. We have an email. It is Allentown presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown presents. So like always, thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with some type of genre genre with some um, movie shit maybe sci-fi we'll figure it out or we'll figure it out Ooh, we should do martial arts otis it's called a tease we'll be back with another yeah. episode <laughs> <You're right. laughs> okay so bye, guys. Tune bye. In to find out yeah say bye deepel bye hey deepel hey what this is going out with squeak bitch <laughs>